welcome to the LaughSpin.com podcast. Back from the dead. <laughs> it's Halloween, so we figured we would get back from the dead. Oh, LaughSpin podcast. I didn't even think of that. What a great tie-in. Yeah. My name is Mike, along with Dylan Godino, the man, the myth, the legend, Lashman.com. What's up, buddy? Not much. Holy cow. It's been, I'm, it's been a while. I'm so excited that you're here. <laughs> I'm so excited that you're here. I'm, I'm excited because you're in my new studio. Yeah, this is great. Thank you. That, uh, that, that we, I've been toiling. Just waiting for you to arrive. I'm like a, I'm like a puppy. This is, yeah, this is, I really, I, I love the color you have on the wall. Thank you. Uh, I don't know what you want to call it, but it's like this really soothing, rich, kind of muted reddish brown. Yeah, like a brick red. I like it. Yeah, it's good stuff, man. It's good stuff. And so we're here. We're uh, we're, we're we're talking comedy, man. I'm, I'm Again, I'm excited to be back. I'm excited to, to talk to you. I'm excited to just... Do it up. We got uh, a lot of stuff going on um, since, I mean, shit, a lot of stuff has been going on since we last talked, <laughs> yeah. but a lot of stuff recently that uh, has been hitting the comedy world and man, there's nothing, nothing whip up the comedy world into a frenzy like a, like a boisterous election season, doesn't it? Yeah, it's <laughs> been, uh, it's, you know, it's, it's really funny. It's, uh, I, I mean, it is so divisive. Yeah. Like... People are like losing friends over over incredible over this election, incredible. like like for real. Like I I think it's really Christ. I just can't wait for it to be over. I know it's done. it's almost done. Thank God, thank God. But I mean, luckily, like SNL has been doing a great. I, I I think I'm someone who doesn't you know especially think SNL is amazing all the time. Mm. But I think they've been doing. Uh, an outstanding job fantastic kay yeah. mckinnon is killing it she really is she's my she, she's my favorite she's one of my two uh, i like to call them impossible crush crushes <laughs> i have two impossible crushes both comedians okay yeah her and schumer right no no es- esposito not- who cameron yeah <laughs> huge crush on her man huge crush on her kay mckinnon and her two impossible i hear crushes. you i hear you the first time I saw Cameron Esposito uh, was in, at uh, when Rooftop Comedy was doing their Aspen Comedy Festivals yeah. every year. And I saw her perform, and I thought, and this was obviously well before she blew up, well before you know she had her own, uh, her series, uh, a critically acclaimed series. Um, and I'm like, wow, she's she's really, she's like super cute. Yeah. And I, I talked to her, I think I even complimented her hair. Nice. Uh, and uh, yeah, then, yeah, then that. You know, yeah. she doesn't. You know, doesn't go that way. That's fine. But you know, I. And it's like I said. I, that's why I like to call them impossible crushes. Right. It's, just, it's never going. I. I. I actually started to crush on her when we saw her at the the laugh fest. Oh. I was like this. The fact that the way that she. I. I I've never seen that live. Yeah. Her basically bullying a, a crowd into loving her. Yes. And and I, it was it was an incredible sight to see. It was yeah. amazing. It was amazing to see live. And right from then and there, I was like, "That girl's well, that that's, girl's that's awesome." That's the thing about her. She's just fucking awesome. Yeah, like that's the thing. She's written. Um, we've we've po- we've posted stuff on Laughspin that she's written, uh, like essays and stuff. Like, yeah. I mean, just her mind is just. Oh, she's super smart, and she's uh, yeah, she's super cool, and you know, but like, and McKinnon, same thing. Like, I just love her versatility. How amazing she is I just, I, I, any any movie she's in i'll watch it 
Absolutely. Anything she's in, I'll watch Kate McKinnon. Yeah. Yeah. Here until the cows come home. <laughs> um, speaking of uh, Cameron Esposito, she's uh, she's featured in this in in, uh, in CISO, which is something that we want to talk about. Yeah. So this this whole episode is brought to you by the fine folks at CISO. She um, she is in. So CISO. Well, well, let me let me say this. Let me let me say this. Go ahead. So today's podcast is brought to you by CISO's Stand Up Streaming Festival. Uh, which sounds weird, but it, it it makes total sense. So featuring 90 comics in 12 weeks, CISO Stand-Up Streaming Festival is loaded with new stand-up comedy, including exclusive specials from Jenna Friedman, which I watched and you watched. Yep. Outstanding. Very good. Uh, Janine Garofalo. Mm-hmm. Speaking of, I was going to, that, that was my first, I think she was maybe my first celeb crush. Really? Yes. Wow. Yeah. That's a good one. Still to this day. Nice. Um, Nick Thune. And Joey Coco Diaz, a new special premieres every week with more exclusive comedy dropping throughout the festival. Uh, now, to watch all this comedy and much more, because they have, uh, they don't just have the stand up, they have like a um, uh, original program. They have right. Michael, Michael Ian Black does this like faux debate show. Debate Wars, it's called. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they have bajillion dollar properties, which, it, you know, makes fun of like whatever like million dollar properties or whatever the actual shows are called house hunters and yeah, like, yeah like all that like bullshit yeah um uh and- plus an extensive library they also have an extensive library of british comedy classic series and late night including every episode of saturday night live that's crazy right up to current episodes available the morning after the air that's that's pretty huge Harmon quest dan Harmon's. Thing, oh right? right yeah yeah dan Harmon's thing yep um, and, uh, yeah, a lot of, a lot of really cool stand up. And this isn't the, the, the big thing about this too, is, you know, uh, y- you get apps on Xbox or whatever, yeah, you know, yeah. to, to watch TV. I, I cut the cord. I'm, I'm a, I'm a cord cutter. So I have, really? yeah. So all we do is all, we just watch, you know, stuff that's on the Xbox or on Netflix or whatever. Right. And they always put in these like apps, these different apps that you're like, you've never heard of, you know, right. like two, like, tube, Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Tuba video. And you're like, what is <laughs> yeah. this? You know, it comes loaded with 300 plus apps. Right. And you've heard of six of them. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. So this, this seems like another one where it's like, Oh, what? I don't know what CISO is, whatever. Right. right. No, here's the thing though. It's legit. The, it's the comedians. Cause I've seen comedy apps before where it's like, Oh, a bunch of stand up comedy. Right. And it's like, I haven't heard of any of these freaking people. Yeah. And it's not the kind of quality comedy that you really want. You know, there's not, there's not, there's not that, um, there's not those different categories where you can, you know, you can get the, 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 the different type of comics. I mean, Doug Stanhope's on here, you know, like you said, every SNL. I mean, it's, it's, it's comedians that you know, it's comedians you know, that you know, it's comedians that you love. And it's also a great way. It's a kind of a gateway into finding comedians that maybe you've never heard of that have really, uh, that d- done some really great things like, uh, who we're going to talk about, um, Jenna Friedman. Yeah. That special, man. She was really, really good. I'm sorry. Did, did was there something else? No, 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 no. Um, CISO, by the way, is S E E S O.com. Yes. Uh, they're doing a one month and this is actually what I signed up for one month free trial. Yep. And you get exclusive access to CISO stand up streaming festival. Um, so yeah, so Jenna Friedman, she was, um, so that premiered October 20th. Her special is called, uh, American cunt. Yep. Um, and I I loved it. I, Jenna Friedman, I'll always remember this way, way back in the day. I produced a show in Chicago at a theater that no longer exists. Uh, and it was when Laughsman was called Punchline Magazine and it was, 
uh, a Todd Barry, Natasha Leggero show. Wow. And Good show. Yeah. Yeah. And Jenna Friedman was a reader of um, of Punchline Magazine. Nice. And because of that, she showed up um, to um, the show. Um, and I remember that. I, so I just remember a, a very young Jenna Friedman at the show and just like like chatting with her for a few seconds at the Todd Barry show. And then she had moved to New York and now she's like a very well-respected uh, comedian. Yeah. And I love seeing that. Like having done this for so long, I've, I'm starting to see comedians that I've talked to like in their like nascent, yeah, in their nascent stages. Well, she said like, she, huge. Yeah. She said in the special, she's been doing it for what, 10 years. She's a, she's yeah, a 10 year comic. So yeah. Which makes total sense. And she's, Right, that's where that's, she's gotten a long. She's gone a long way in ten years. Yeah, and that's kind of where they that you know they they take off when the, the good ones. That's kind of right around where they take off, which is unfortunate. It takes that long, but it seems to. That just seems to be the average. Yeah. Um. But yeah, she's phenomenal. I was, I was telling you this before we we sat down. Um. She reminds me a lot of the early Amy Schumer stuff, where before like Amy Schumer, her early stuff, like when she kind of when she was opening for Norton before she was really known by right. anybody. She had a she had a very uh, a cool demeanor about her where she was very smart. She had very smart comedy, very smart jokes, um, and then just kind of sprinkled in the raunchiness now and again when it when it was when it was needed. Right. And and uh, you know, obviously got a bigger response with the raunchy stuff, so she kinda like went in that direction not to say that what she's doing now is bad it's not um it's you know she's she's very good but she's it just reminds me of that that era of amy schumer where it was like you know i think she rarely cursed in this in this entire special and when she did it was like it was it was warranted you know it was yeah it was right there it was it it, it, it uh it punctuated the sentence you know yeah. what I mean? it was she was very good very smart very smart comedy really good delivery and constant i mean no no, no space yeah you know, it was which was which was really cool. She let she let a couple of things breathe. Some you know great audience interaction. Yeah. Um, you could def- you can definitely tell there's a couple of things off the cuff that were that that were smart and right on and on yep. point and really good. Yeah, really dug it, man. Really some very, very funny stuff. She had the uh, <laughs> the what she called the abortion portion, which I thought was <laughs> which I thought was a really really neat thing. Um, and she called it an abobo. Right. It's a little nickname, which <laughs> that that in itself is really funny. So yeah, she's yeah, she's she, good, man. She did a good job of uh she does a good job of uh I mean she's political and she does some, you know, social commentary, but she's not super heavy handed. Right. And uh I don't know. I just I I would love to see her blow up. I think uh I think she's I think there's a, a good she's got a good thing going. You know what's you know what's interesting about about female comics and I don't know again I don't have much room to talk about this because I'm not a female, but I, I will say this: it's got to be it's got to be a pain in the ass for a female comic because you have to kind of you can't just come out and talk about anything. You almost have to talk. You almost have to talk about being a female. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I guess. I mean, um, I, I, I've always I've always tried to not make an issue out of out of all that shit. Yeah. Um, no, it's not 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 that it's a big deal. And like I said, I, I think she did it. She, the way she did it, it wasn't like okay, enough of this. Do you know right. what I mean? I mean, I you know, I think they, I, I think you know, female comedians have to talk about being a female as much as you know, men guy comedians talk about talk about being yeah a guy. I mean, yeah. I did. I, I just, don't know. She did a really good job with it anyway. That's what I'm saying. So um, 
American Cunt is the... Uh, yes. I, lo- I love it. I love that I can say that. American Cunt is the uh, the comedy special. It's on CISO. 30-day trial subscription for free, for nothing. Sign up. Check it out, along with the other great programming. And, uh, then, it's, and then it's four bucks a, a month after, after that. that pff, steal. Steal. Especially if you're not paying for Hulu, you can get all the episodes of Saturday Night Live. <laughs> oh, that's right. Uh, um, and then Janine Garofalo's new special is mm-hmm. uh, going to be premiering on CISO. We actually got a chance to see it uh, the other day. And uh, what's oh, what's the name of it? What's the name of If it? I May. If I May, that's it. Um, really good. I, I like, uh, I've always liked Janine Garofalo. Um, she is, uh, she's um, she's amazingly random and funny. Um, I mean, way yeah. back from the the Ben Stiller show yeah, days. Yeah, she always was. Yeah. Like she... And then this, and this special, did you, uh, you know, like I said, I watched, I watched, I think most of it i was kind of watching it at work mm-hmm. um and uh this uh this special she just i mean she jumps in and you gotta you have to pay attention because she just juts back and forth from <laughs> different you know she even she even makes a joke about the fact that she's like put a pin in that i'm gonna come back to it later right 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 and then she actually does <laughs> and she goes if you know me that never happens like that's a good thing you know she's, she's very good she's very fast you have to really yeah. really be in all the way she was never much for structure no, <laughs> on, no the, on the stage not. definitely not um I didn't watch it yet. I'm 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 planning on on doing so. Did, so. did she have notes on the stage? Yes, she did. Yeah. yeah, she did. She had them on a music stand that were kind Love of like it. in the back. Um, I have a question for you about yeah. about Janine Garofalo. Sure. Do you think I? Yes. We, we've we've always we've talked about this in the past too about how there's a there's a uh, a palpable palpable difference between East Coast and West Coast comics. Mm-hmm. Yes. She is she is originally from the East Coast. Correct. But I feel that her comedy seems to play better on the West Coast. Like this special was shot in San Francisco and right. they were eating it up. I don't think she would have the same kind of reaction if she taped it in like Boston. There, well, there's so much there's such a big difference. She yes, she I know she likes playing the West Coast, but that's like northern I mean, we're talking northern what do you call it? Pacific uh Pacific Northwest. Yes. Yeah. I mean, we're talking like San Francisco, Seattle, Portland, yeah. like that's her bread and butter. Like, oh yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I feel like, I feel like that's, that's definitely her, her crew and like, you know, like, which is very Brooklyn to me. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Totally. You know, totally. that's, that's Neo Brooklyn. Um, so I mean, yes, I, I think it just depends where on 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 the West Coast. Like okay. I think, I think people eat her up more there than they would in say Los Angeles. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. You know, I could see that totally. Um, and then the other thing that's on CISO is uh, this thing, the guest list. Do you want to talk about this a little bit? Oh yeah, that's that's on there too. I mean, by the time this comes out, there will be like so Jenna Friedman, Janine Garofalo special, and then the yeah, right, the guest list, which Cameron Esposito's on. So that's yeah. hosted by Irene too, and that's got a bunch of comics. And then probably by the time uh this comes out, October twenty seventh, uh, that's when the Janine Garofalo thing premieres, and then Shtick or Treat. Uh, which is a Halloween stand-up special hosted by Mark Normand and Matt Ruby. And that oh, features wow. a whole uh, bunch of other comics. Uh, Nick Vatterot, Amber Nelson, uh, Julio Torres, Carolyn Castilla, uh, Doogie Horner. So that's 
cool. And then uh, every week after that, there's going to be more um, stand-up uh, uh, premiering. So yeah, they got a lot of shit going on. Yeah, including uh, I- including Doug Stanhope's Oh, latest. right. Yes. Uh, no Place Like Home, it's called. Yeah, that was, what I think maybe that was the first thing, the first stand-up special, if not the first, it was pretty close to the first stand-up special they released, so. And this was the one that was co-produced by Johnny Depp? Yeah, yes. Which, what, they're just, they're just friends, right? Because they live, they uh, yeah, live near I mean, each other they're, Yeah, they're good friends. And, yeah. I mean, I don't Stanhope's know. Stanhope's the, Stan, <laughs> there's like, there's there's a handful of people that I'm like, I just would, would like to trade places with that person for a little while. Stanhope's one of those people because he's, he just, he lives this life that I think 0.001% of the yes. population lives. Yes. And it's incredible. It's incredible. It's, it just seems fun. You know what I mean? Like he just, he just seems like, I'm sure he, he, he would say differently, but I, I, it just seems like it's something like, wow, dude, nobody does this. <laughs> nobody fucking hangs out with Johnny Depp and, you know, lives down the street from and Marilyn uh, Manson and Marilyn Manson. The, the, I, the last time I interviewed him was God, it was a long time ago, probably, I don't know, two years ago at this point was backstage at a, at a comedy club in New York state. And it was the day and he, you know, he's, he's talked about this. It was the day his two good friends died. Oh yeah. So, <laughs> and he did a stand up show that day. So oh my I'm backstage with Doug Stanhope interviewing him for the Laugh Spin podcast. And he's talking about how just that day he heard that one of his good friends uh, died. I think she had a terminal disease. Right. And then her husband killed himself. Right. And they, and it, this all happened in an apartment that I believe they were renting from Doug. Right. Yep. I remember, I remember when that <laughs> happened. Yeah. So this was happening backstage like he was you know he, he and they were still getting like he, information yeah like real-time news yeah. about everything so he was in a weird place and then meanwhile uh that because doug stanhope is like friends with marilyn manson like yeah. tmz was trying to contact doug stanhope because they don't, they don't give a shit they they'll just <laughs> they'll report about anything as long as it's like disgusting and gruesome like yeah. no matter whether they're readers know who Doug Stanhope is or anything. So, yeah. so I'm sitting backstage with Doug Stanhope while he's on the phone with Marilyn Manson. <laughs> because Marilyn, because TMZ is calling Marilyn Manson and, yeah. and, and Marilyn's trying to get information from Doug and Doug's trying to get information from Marilyn. So it's like the, the weirdest, that's like the, that's it's a the, sentence you'll never say. It's so ever. weird. You know like I mean? I'm looking at Doug Stanhope <laughs> talking to Marilyn Manson. Oh and then the lead God. singer from, uh, at the time Exodus, Oh wow! Who I used to listen to as a kid. Yeah. Uh, he, he's now the uh, lead singer of a band called Generation Kill. So it was just so many of, like of my worlds, and I, you know, I'm a big metalhead. So like, so he's talking to Marilyn Manson, <laughs> and then the singer from Exodus walks in, and I'm like, "What the fuck <laughs> is happening? What's happening? What is going on?" <laughs> it was just a very, um, it was just a very strange uh, night. So that's anyway. So we we I got a clip from uh, yeah. Let's listen to it. Stanhope. Here you go. Here's this is uh, a clip from Stanhope's special, uh, No Place Like Home. The statistic is uh, roughly one out of six Americans live below the poverty line, which I know that's you, my fan base generally. <laughs> Probably four out of six of my fan base below the poverty line. My friends in Bisbee, five out of six easily, plus a fraction. But it's not, it's not, 
poverty. It's uh, people down here work as little as possible, which is admirable. <laughs> just enough to get by. That's below the poverty line, but it's just kind of broke is what it is. It's not poverty. It's insulting to impoverished countries to say one out of six people live in poverty. That's American standards of poverty, where you, you, know, you still have a flip phone and you're embarrassed to break it out in front of chicks. That kind of disgraceful poverty. You have, you have to watch Walking Dead on BitTorrent. Oh my God. The way I have to live. Gonna roll up the passenger side window with pliers because the handle fell off in your Dodge Neon. You don't have power windows? Wow, you're well below the poverty. It's not world poverty. Like that's uh, our landfills are a third world bling. The, you know, other. There he is, Doug Stanhope, and that is from his new special, No Place Like Home. You can see it on CISO, S-E-E-S-O dot com. Again, sign up for the uh, the month trial subscription, and you can see Doug's Doug's comedy special. Jenny Garofalo is coming out, uh, and all the other ones that we, we were just talking about before. And every episode of SNL, that alone should pop you in. Yeah, no that, should, that should uh, keep you busy for a few years. What was the first episode of SNL you, you ever saw? Oh, Christ. Do you remember? I, I, know, I know mine. Really? Yeah. What was it? It was uh, Danny DeVito hosting. Okay. In I, I don't know the date. What was he pushing? Twins? Was Probably. it Twins Era DeVito? Probably. It was the, I know, I remember the episode distinctly. It was the uh, Dana Carvey and him dressed up like the, he was dressed up like the church lady and so was Danny DeVito. Oh, I, oh yeah, I definitely, I mean, I, God knows if I watched it live, right. but like I definitely, I definitely remember that. Yeah, that was the first episode that I, I saw live. Wow. Yeah, I, I'd, it'd be like 89, 88, something I like couldn't that. even tell you. Yeah, something, but there you go. There's a little, there's a little trivia for you. <laughs> From, from me <laughs> let's talk about death yeah i want to talk about, about death? oh god we always have we always do this <laughs> we always do this well people keep dying i know uh we we just learned the other day that uh the wonderful kevin meany passed away uh what was he 60 60 years old yeah young yeah and uh everybody you know i i, I don't think i read a, a bad thing about it. I, everybody saying glowing things about him yeah um about how he was just one of the most genuine nicest comedians that uh helped out so many people including including louis ck louis ck mentioned a a, a a lot about him really yeah like i you know it's it's so funny as much as i've read and learned about comedy you know it's uh you don't know i mean i know he was part of the boston comedy scene right um uh, but like you know you just hear that and and that's it but uh so Louis C.K. Um, just released um, a new special by Barry Crimmins, who were in the process of uh, setting up an interview with Barry Crimmins. But he's a guy like he's like a comics comic. And he's a guy that, you know, not many people in the mainstream know about. And right. Louis C.K., I guess, promised him at some point, like, listen, you know, this is this is somebody he came up with in, in the Boston comedy scene. And he said, listen, if you get an hour together, I will. I promise you, I will. You know, I'll. I'll release it on my website. Like he's he's done like Todd Barry. Mm -hmm. uh, he obviously did a Tignataro's mm -hmm. <clears throat> thing that kind of blew her up, and uh, so that's what he did. He released Barry Crimmins, but in in doing so, he also you know I don't know. Are you on his uh, email list? 
uh, Louis CK's email list? I think I am. I, I so, it probably went to. My, I have like a thing that rolls up all of like newsletter stuff into right. one. So I probably Got it. missed it. So he uh, every time he sends something out, and he doesn't do it often. He it's usually this just very long yeah. uh, email, but always very entertaining. And so he ba- he basically wrote like a biography of Barry Crimmins. But uh, in that Barry Crimmins information, he said a lot about Kevin Meany. Uh, so I just wanted to, in case people didn't uh, see it, I just wanted to read a little bit of it because I think it, you know, I, I, I think as an important matter, it, 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 it sort of explains who Kevin Meany was. Right. Um, so this is, this is all from Louis C.K. He says, Kevin was the most naturally funny comedian I ever saw, which I, you know, I think is a a big thing coming from, from Louis. Every word he said was insanely hilarious. He had a funny voice, face, and rhythm into his speech, but he had a childish childish courage that was goddamn inspiring. Whenever Kevin would bomb, and sometimes he would, he would start to sing a song, I don't care, I don't care, my jokes don't go over, I don't care. Love that. And the, yeah, I mean, I that's, that, that became very famous. Uh, and he would sing this song in in Ethel Merman's voice for sometimes thirty minutes. The crowd would <laughs> that's, be that's the, Kaufman esque, right? Yeah. Like Zach Galifianakis, <laughs> yeah. Kaufman, yeah. Uh, the crowd would be furious. I and any other comedian in the room would be literally on the floor laughing, crying, gasping for air. Yeah. Kevin had a surge of fame right around the time that I met him in the mid '80s. He was given a shot on Letterman, and it went so well that Johnny Carson demanded he come on his show and do the exact same set. I remember being at Play It Again Sam's, which was a local club in Boston. Uh, we shut the showroom down, and pretty much every comedian in Boston packed into the back bar to watch Kevin on Carson on a tiny TV that hung over the bar. We were so proud of him. Later, he was on SNL, and he has, and he had his own show, Uncle Buck. And the whole country fell in love with his stand-up like I did. So he was also an example of what you could accomplish if you worked as hard as he did and were as wonderfully original and great. Barry, meaning Barry Crimmins and Kevin, were very close friends. They built and shaped the Boston scene together. So that's just a little bit about Kevin Meany uh, via Louis C.K. Yeah. And I think every, any, anybody in a, in a, uh, that, that knows comedy... Of of that era of that Kevin Meany Boston scene era, you know era knows his his big pants routine get upstairs put your big pants yeah yeah knows that whole routine he's he's you know that's infamous I'll say yeah so yeah it's it's a that's a big loss that's a big loss for the world but he's uh, it's 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 good to see everybody you know come out and say such amazing things about him because like I said he's he was he was one of those guys right up there with all those you know all those guys coming out of that that uh scene at the yeah time. yeah agreed um all right i want to move on to the final thing we want to talk about today so amy schumer we mentioned her before yeah she's uh you, you were talking about this and this is <laughs> this is it's it's true it's it's like comedy and fame is such a double-edged sword especially yeah. when you are a a a shocking comic mm-hmm. i don't know what how do you categorize somebody like amy schumer I, I you know, know what i mean i mean she to me she's just she's a comedian yeah she's, me, she's, a a, comedian, she's doing she's doing what a comedian should be doing right but she's not like a like a tim allen like she's not getting right, a exactly. sitcom you Ex- know what i mean exactly she's she's doing her own thing she's she you know she's putting out some amazing shit i mean the 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 um inside amy schumer i still watch you know yeah. so I'll, I'll watch reruns like i said we're we just hook up the old uh uh, Hulu or whatever, and we'll watch like old episodes of all that stuff. Right. Um, and uh, she's getting a little bit of shit lately because of well, be mainly because of the election. 
Yeah. Which everybody seems to be getting shit for. Comedians and non-comedians alike. <laughs> I've been getting shit for it. Um, and, yeah, like, people are, you know, the, the, a bunch of people... First of all, I think 200 people walking out in Tampa is probably exaggerated. And, well, even if it's not, I mean, how many... There was, like, uh, there was a million people there. Yeah, it was a lot of people, but they said, like, 200 people walked out. Right. And they made such a big deal about that number. And I'm like, eh, I think it's a little exaggerated, probably. Um, they said they walked out because she was slamming Trump. Right. In in Tampa, which... <laughs> Right. What the fuck do you expect, why, man? And why why are you going to see Amy Schumer if you're if first of all, you have to know that she's probably anti-Trump. Yeah, she's an outspoken woman. Are you kidding? Right. Uh and, and what like why this, this and and this 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 goes to like a deeper complaint that I've always had and comedians always have. Like people walk into comedy shows sometimes like totally uneducated yeah like you wouldn't walk into like a Foo Fighters concert not knowing like what type of music the right. Foo Fighters were right play okay? the ballads right <laughs> like what the fuck like he's not he's not doing and they're not doing any Frank Sinatra what the fuck <laughs> yeah like and and like comedy just always gets shit on right it's like oh comedy yeah yeah you like you, uh, Jim has tickets to a comedy show like do you want to go yeah, sure, whatever. Like you don't and like you just go into a comedy show not knowing what the fuck right. and not realizing like what comedy is. And comedy is not you know, comedy is is it's not for it's you. wild. Right. It's, it's 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 a little wild. And and no matter what comedian you see, right? You it could be your favorite comic in the world. Right. You're not gonna love everything that person right. says. He's not gonna do his entire show directly at you. It's not gonna happen. He or she is not gonna do that. So Leave your fucking hangups at the door. I mean, we've talked about this. We've talked about this several times. Yeah. When it comes to, you know, the comedian's relationship with the audience and the 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 mutual respect that needs to happen there. Okay. They're trying to entertain you, and at the same time, you don't try to entertain them right. because you're the fucking audience. Like, right. sit there and let it happen to you. Right. Good or bad, and if it's bad, don't say anything. Don't do anything. Don't say anything. Do you have the right to walk out? Sure. But don't make a fucking huff about it. You know what I mean? And then now, and like that was like a whole big thing. And then she had to come out and, quote, apologize, which she really didn't. Like she, you know, she did it in a very backhanded way, which I applaud her for. Right. Because it's, because it was, it was dumb to make a big stink about that. And now, so, but now there's other stuff too. Well, she, she did her and Goldie Hawn when they were filming this movie oh, in yes. Hawaii, they yes. did like an ode. Right. Like some, and, and this is part of like, this is where the press gets in trouble. Like I saw some headlines, like I posted it, but like I saw other people posting it and they were like calling it parody. Right. It's not really a parody. Right. A parody is part of satire and satire sure. is meant to undercut something to make a larger point. It was yeah. a fucking ode. Right. And I mean, I don't really, I'm not familiar with Beyonce. I don't, I'm not familiar uh, with the song. I mean, I read a little bit about the song and it, it is like a political, social, yeah. uh, you know, song. Um, so people got pissed off at her because she was like co-opting this song and like, you know, not getting the point. Except, except that it fucking premiered on Tidal, <laughs> which Jay-Z owns. And Jay-Z is, is fucking married to Beyonce. Right. <laughs> and Goldie Hawn and Amy Schumer were promoting this. Yeah. They did it to fucking promote Tidal. <laughs> this is what I mean. Like, people have these fucking knee-jerk reactions. Yeah. 
yeah. they don't fucking think for a second. Right. Oh my God, I can't believe Amy Schumer did that. She she's taking a serious song and making it all fun. She's making fun of it. Right. She's she's white. You know, she's making fun of like a, a black artist statement. Like. Obviously, no, she's fucking not. Right, yeah. And so, like, you know, I'm reading now, like, you know, by the time people hear this, it might be uh, s- slightly old. But, like, like sources tell CNN that uh, Amy Schumer had Beyonce's blessing to do this. No fucking shit. Yeah. She did it for title. Yeah. Come on, dude. So people, so people, I don't know, people just need to shut that, the fuck up. That like goes hand in hand with one of my it's just a a larger version of something that is one of my biggest pet peeves and that is explaining a joke i can never i I hate explaining (laughs) somebody's like wait i wait what does that mean i'm I'm like i'm done i don't want to talk to you i don't want to talk to you anymore (laughs) if i have to explain it it's over so whatever uh yeah like 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 we said before i i hope that this this election is over quick quickly and it's done and we can all get back to just living our fucking lives and hating each other for other reasons yes you know damn it you for for the clothes we wear yeah for the songs we like yeah and another thing vonnegut (laughs) for not signing up for CISO sign up for you fucking fucks come on damn it it's free for a month. It's free for a month. You got to yes, you got to put your credit card information in. Yeah. I did it. It's yeah. okay. Big brother isn't out to get put us. Put your big pants on, right? Yep. Your right, big, Kevin. your big. Uh, your we're we're big, big pants people. Big pants people. We're big you gotta pants people. Put your big pants on. Nut up. <laughs> nut up and do it. CISO.com. Anything else we want to you want to uh, plug there? Um, I think you know. Listen, go to laughspin.com. We're posting again. Um. If uh, you're not listening to this that, that, that deep in, if you are though, uh, send me send me send me a message. Dylan at laughspin.com if you'd like. Um, I guess that's it. Thanks right. thanks for listening, guys. Great, appreciate it, and uh, and hopefully we'll do this again soon, man. It's yeah, not, a, not once in a blue moon. But we'll hey, see. Right. We'll never know. You never know. You never know what's up. All right, we'll see you next time. Laughspin.com, CISO.com, see ya.com. See ya. See ya.